Welcome to the Bill Miranda Show. Experienced radio and television host Bill Miranda brings you the inside stories of the goings-on in the Santa Clarita Valley. As a community leader, former mayor, and current city council member, Bill has access to a wealth of inside stories that he shares in an interesting and entertaining way. Bill's guests include the movers and shakers in and about Santa Clarita, plus everyday people making a difference in our community. Stay informed with the past, present, and future of Santa Clarita with our weekly podcasts. Hello and welcome back to The Bill Miranda Show. I'm Bill Miranda and I am excited to bring you the 411 on the 661. Today we have a most interesting and exciting guest, Mr. Trash of Santa Clarita, Dennis Werner who's the general manager of Vertec Waste of Santa Clarita. He will take us through all the things we need to know that cover the changes that the state has made in waste pickup. That includes, of course, here in Santa Clarita. Our show is about bringing you the 411 of the 661 by people who make things happen. And I can tell you something, Dennis knows where all the bodies are buried. Dennis knows everything about Santa Clarita. He knows because he knocks on every door and he picks up trash. Dennis, welcome to the show. Thank you. Dennis, I'd like you to give us the 411 on Dennis Werner. So how did you go from being a juvenile delinquent at Cerritos High School to being Mr. Trash in Santa Clarita? Wow, you did some research. I did. At least on the Cerritos High School part. Yeah. But not the delinquent part. <laughs> you were, oh, you were what? Uh, altar boy? No, I wasn't an altar boy. Somewhere but I in just, between? I just showed up and did my classes and went home and went dirt bike riding. That's about all I did. Okay. So. That's what the juvenile delinquents did. Okay. Give us a 401, my friend. Well, let's see. It start, starts with my father. Actually, my grandfather. Got a job out of the Navy as a welder at a company that makes trash trucks. So when I was about five years old, I'd go with my dad down to the factory and they'd be making trash trucks and I'd be driving them around the yard and playing with them and learn how to do them, work on them. And then uh, out of high school, I got a job at the factory in the parts room and then I worked my way into R&D and then uh, engineering and uh, worked on the manufacturing side of trash trucks. This was probably 1979. And then I uh, did that for a while. And then the company had a big layoff and uh, I got a truck and I was not a trash truck, but just a pickup truck and was going around selling parts to all the companies that had trash trucks. And one of my customers was Santa Clarita Disposal. And when the first time they said there's a truck out in Santa Clarita that's broken, needs you to go fix it, I'm like, where is Santa Clarita? Because <laughs> I lived in Downey. I didn't know where Santa Clarita was. I thought it was by Santa Clara, Santa Maria. And I started driving. I'm like, wait, I'm already here. It was by Magic Mountain. Fantastic. Why didn't anybody, anybody tell me it was by Magic Mountain? So anyway, uh, I went over there and fixed a couple trash trucks. And the owner, very nice gentleman, uh, hired me full-time and now I was in Santa Clarita and I jumped from the manufacturing side of the trash business to the hauling side and that's how we know where all the bodies are buried because we buried them 
<laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me let me play that back again. You for the record, I, you Your know Honor, I was we, only kidding about the bodies being buried. Yeah, and for the record, Your Honor, we haven't buried any bodies. <laughs> right. So you're you're Mr. Trash in Santa Clarita. The world is changing July first for many of us. For the city of Santa Clarita residents, it'll be changing because for the last I don't know how many 50 60 years there was a company called blue barrel disposal and they got purchased by waste management around 1999 it was actually usa waste and then i think usa waste either merged or got purchased by waste management or vice versa i don't work there so i don't i'm not going to give you the 411 on that but um waste management now is the current hauler and so the contract, the waste management contract, was set to expire June 30th, 2023. At the same time, Burtek Waste has been hauling the commercial trash in the city of Santa Clarita since 2002, so about 20 years. And their contract, our contract, is expiring the same day as the waste management contract. Since the state of California implemented all these new food waste recycling laws, the city understood it was going to be quite a bit of change and prices might be adjusted going up. So the, the city decided to put it out to bid. And so we bid on it, waste management bid on it, a couple other trash haulers bid on it, and we were the successful bidder. So starting July 1st, Burtek will be the hauler, exclusive hauler for the city of Santa Clarita for both commercial and residential. With that comes brand new sets of carts. The carts will take us about nine weeks to deliver we have to move 330,000 carts. It's a quite a big task, but we're all set up and ready to go. And um, and then um, with that, there'll be cart color changes because we're no longer to be blue barrel where you put your trash in the blue barrel. Trash is going to go in the black barrel and recycling will go in the blue barrel. And then the organics, which is a new component. Right now we take yard trimmings, but then there will be a new component, which food waste, bagged food waste, will go in the yard trimmings cart as well. So that's going to be some of the new changes that are coming up. Until you get your brand new carts from Vertec, just continue to use your other old carts from Waste Management. We will be servicing them, and then we'll come along and then exchange them. We'll have an interactive map that will be on our website and the city website that residents will be able to go on there after it should be up online around june 15th or so you'll be able to type in your address and see which week is your cart going to be exchanged and it's important to know for residents that your trash days will stay the same if your trash days on tuesday it'll stay on tuesday and we'll exchange your carts on your trash day so it might be the first tuesday after july 1st or the second or third up to the ninth and um when it's at your day to get your carts exchange, even if they're empty, please put them out on the curb and we'll come by and collect them and we'll drop off a brand new set, shiny new set of carts. And they'll have a bunch of information on how to recycle your food waste and your... I'm going to ask you about that, but, but first I, I, I want to take a moment so that everybody knows and understands when you put your, your barrels out on the street, there's some rules you, you should follow. One of them is don't put them on the sidewalk, correct? Put them on the street. Yes, you put them on the street. Because when you put them on the sidewalk, we can still collect them if they're on the sidewalk, but 
um, there's people that walk on the sidewalk and we've had handicapped people in wheelchairs not be able to get down the sidewalk because people are placing their carts on there and putting them on the sidewalk. So we ask that you put them in the street. Okay. Also, uh, I know there are a lot of eager beavers out there that want to put their trash bins out at 10 in the morning the day before. Uh, pretty much try and wait till you know, end of day, six o'clock-ish to put your trash barrels out. Uh, that makes it easier for everybody to lead normal lives. Uh, the other thing I wanted to add, I'm not trying to do your job. You're doing way. a great job. Okay. The other thing I wanted to add is it's very important that you seal the bag by the, the barrel. By sealing the barrel, I mean closing the top and make sure it closes tight. Uh, too many times we drive around and we see these barrels out there with stuffed and overstuffed. Not only can you not shut the door, but you can't even... The door is almost vertical. Uh, no, if you need another barrel, you can get another barrel. Uh, but try not to have those those lids anything other than, than closed all the way. I'm thinking about hiring you. Well, <laughs> I may need a job pretty soon. I don't know. <laughs> Some other changes in terms of, and, and to me, the biggest one, or certainly one of the biggest changes, is how we handle food waste. Can you talk, tell us about that? So basically, it's a Senate Bill 1383. It says that uh, trying to reduce the amount of food waste, which they call organics, going to the landfill by 75% by the year 2025. So what is going to the landfill? How does that affect the resident? Anything that you, any food waste that you is what I call destined for the trash can. Not the garbage disposal, just keep using the garbage disposal however you use it. Not your home composter, if you have a home composter in the backyard, keep using it. This is for anything that you would actually scrape or put into the trash bag. We ask that that goes into a separate bag, is tied up and dropped into the organics cart the yard trimmings cart, the green cart. In in a plastic bag. In a plastic bag. Now, a lot of people ask, you know, why a plastic bag? If we didn't do a plastic bag, we'd have to have four carts. You'd have to have a trash cart, a recycling cart, a yard trimmings cart, and a food waste cart. But since they're going to the same processor, but they're being processed differently, so what happens is the... Um, the green waste, the yard trimmings, we ask to be put in the container loose. So you cut down your rose bush or your your petunia or whatever, and then you you uh, drop it into the yard trimmings cart, and then you take your bag food waste and tie the bag up nice and tight, and you can use a good heavy bag, a trash bag, a grocery bag, or some kind of a reusable bag from you got bread or some type of item in a bag. You can use that bag. We ask that you don't use a compostable bag because those end up breaking and coming apart and they're expensive at this point in time. So just put a bag and just drop it in there. When it hits the processor, they run it across the conveyor belt and they pull the bags off. And then the bags go to a separate area of the processing facility and are processed differently where the machine basically grinds up the, the bag food waste and it squeezes the food out of there and then the bags get 
put into a different uh, machine, and then they're, they're the bags do end up at the landfill, unfortunately, because they have pathogens and stuff from the food waste. But it's a controlled situation. The bags would have ended up there anyway, and instead of blowing out of a trash truck or ending up in the bushes or in the ocean, these bags are now destined to be properly processed. Good, good. So I have some questions for you. I bet you do. They were fed to me by local residents who were concerned. They want to protect the environment, uh, but they're not sure what goes where. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. Okay. It's not a test. It is a test. Okay. So it's a <laughs> test. If I have a banana, and it's kind of a rotten banana, I don't want to eat it. Where do I toss it? You put that in your bag of food waste. Bag of food waste. Okay. Because I have a question for you. <laughs> you can't test me. I can. What would you do with that banana today? The banana today, even though it was rotten, I'd probably eat it. Okay. Then I would suggest in the future, after July 1st, you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to eat it. Okay. So, so what about if I have a cup of yogurt? I eat half the yogurt. The cup is recyclable, but the yogurt isn't. How do I get rid of that? How would you get rid of it today? Would you put it in the trash or would you wash the yogurt down the sink? Yes. I would wash the yogurt down the sink and put the cup in the trash. Okay. Do the same thing? No. The cup would go in the recycling container. Okay. <laughs> so the same as I do now? Yes, exactly the same. Okay. So this is good because a lot of people are worried, mm -hmm. and you're basically letting them know they don't have too much to be worried about. Right. Let me just look at my trusty list. I don't know if you can see it. There you go. You all saw it and read the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> we have the black cart is for garbage. The blue cart is for recyclables, and the green cart is for the green waste and the food waste that's gonna go in a plastic bag. Correct. Okay, so I got some batteries that are old batteries, no good anymore. Where do they go? Why aren't you using rechargeable batteries? I should, right, but I, but, but, some things just don't have recyclable ba or rechargeable batteries. Batteries are considered electronic waste. Yes. And they do not go in the trash or the recycling and definitely not in the organics container. Those you can bring by our office. And if you go on greensantaclarita.com. Greensantaclarita.com. And our website, which is burtech.com forward slash SCV for Santa Clarita Valley. There's information on there. There's actual drop-off places where you can drop off batteries. And I believe that one of them is City Hall, but you can also drop them off at our yard. It is, it, it isn't, City Hall has that, that facility, but not for those big, heavy batteries, car batteries and things right. like that. Okay. Just a little batteries. Paint, pesticides, oils, those kinds of things, those are all hazardous waste. That's hazardous waste. waste. We do not want that in the, wait, okay. we do not want that in the landfill or at the recycling plants. Right. So for those, they do the same thing. They call up yeah. your office. And there's different household hazardous waste uh, drop-off 
during the year. And that information is on greensantacarita.com, and it's also on our website. Our website refers back to greensantacarita.com. That way we keep all the information in one spot. Wonderful. Wonderful. Good. Our clothing. Clothing that, that I'm not going to give away because nobody will want it. It's either torn or just damaged beyond repair. What about that? So if you look at the chart you have in your hand there, is it clothing food waste? No. Is, is it, he back to asking me test am, questions again? Is it green waste? No. Is it paper? It, it, it goes in the garbage. Thank it goes you. in the garbage. But we are going to have a couple times a year textile collections, and I'm still getting the definition on that. But we use carpeting and other types of items that we'll be able to recycle. Okay. So I have a nice steak dinner, and, you know, you can. I'm fit really fit. I'm, I'm like kind of buff, you know, washboard stomach and the whole thing. Okay. Don't laugh. Okay. So I get a big steak. I don't want to eat the whole steak. Cut it. 80% of it maybe. All right, maybe 95%, whatever. <laughs> but I got a little left over. Where does that go? It goes in your lunchbox for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you buying such a big steak if you're not going to eat it? <laughs> Come on, Bill. This okay. is raising awareness. When you start using your little food waste pellet and scraping all this food in there, you're like, how much food am I wasting? Exactly. Okay, but to answer your question, the, the meat goes into the food waste. It goes into the food waste pellet with the bag, and that's different than the home composter or the garbage disposal. The meat usually doesn't do well in a garbage disposal, especially with the bone. Chicken bones, those types of things can go into the food waste bag. And uh, they usually don't go into the home composter. And, and I forgot to mention it's a T-bone steak. Got well, I would be extremely upset if you didn't invite me over to have that with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Then that would solve the problem yeah. of throwing it away. If I, if I had to invite you over, it would be a flank, <laughs> flank steak. Okay. That's all right. So the T-bone goes in? Goes in with the food waste. Plastic bag. Plastic bag. Pretty good, huh? He does a good job. <laughs> all right. Anything else that you want to share with us? And, and, and I'll jump in before I get to ask the question. This is a legal requirement by the state of California. This is not Vertec implementing something. This is not the city of Santa Clarita implementing something. This is a legal requirement by the state, and we're obligated to follow the law and implement this new system. That is true. The state is imposed this on the local government agencies, such as counties and cities, to get the food waste out of the landfill. But the part that I think a lot of people don't understand is why are we getting the food waste out of the landfill? What does it matter? And if you take a big pile of food waste and you put it in your front yard and you let it decompose, it doesn't really do anything negative for the environment. It just decomposes. But if you take that same amount of food waste and you cover it with dirt, which is what happens at a landfill, because of the way the doesn't have oxygen, it creates methane gas as it uh, decomposes. And that methane gas, I've been told that... Um, is the landfills are one of the biggest emitters 
of methane gas, which is 80, I hear all these different numbers, it's between 20 to 80% or 80 times more potent than carbon dioxide, which Whoa. everybody's worried about. Carbon dioxide is a long-term climate pollutant and methane is a short-term climate pollutant, but it's more. So if you're constantly producing methane, you need to get, it'll clear out of the atmosphere quicker than carbon, but you have to stop producing it. So that's the reason, and that information is all on the CalRecycle website, which is a state of California agency. That's where that information is coming from. So you can fact check me on that. But if you want, if anybody's interested, they can go on that website and look up. But that's why they're trying to get the food waste out of the landfill in that it is a state law that's being pushed down onto agencies such as the city and the county. And then the cities and the counties, in order to comply, hire contractors, which are us, to go ahead and collect it and implement the programs. Excellent. Okay. So now we're all caught up to date on what we need to do, what are the requirements. Uh, and uh, you can go to either the city website or the Bertech website and get more information, but more importantly, you can call the city or you can call Burtech directly. Uh, you may or may not get Dennis. Dennis is good at answering the phone, but you may or may not get Dennis. Uh, but you'll also, you will always get someone who's qualified to give you the answers to the questions you might ask. So uh, be informed, know why this is being done. We're saving the environment. Please comply with everything and please be patient. It's going to take a little time before everybody gets used to doing everything. Do not listen to rumors of this and that because we're giving you the 411. Everybody else that's given you rumors, just check with us. We have the 411 by the people who are making it happen. So we're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to see what Crazy Lady is doing these days. We'll be back. It's Crazy Lady time! Yeah! Woohoo! We're so excited! What's up, my little egglings? Tonight, we're at Route 66 for their once-a-month car show, and we're going to see all the awesome old cars. Nothing made after 1980. This is only vintage cars. And I know a lot about cars, so I'm going to see what this four-wheel drive is the difference between four-wheel drive and six-wheel drive. So first here we have the engine tubes. Those are what deliver the gas straight to the engine. And uh, there's also a, a, commis a, a, a commission, a commission transmission is what they call it. And that's what makes the car stop, actually. They think it's brakes. A lot of people think brakes are what make a car stop, but that's actually not true. It's actually the commission transmission. And that's uh, this piece right there. So uh, when you're driving this thing, is it, is it manual? Yes, ma'am. And, and when you're in manual, there's, there's stalling. You know, you know how you stall? Try to avoid that. What you really avoid it is you always keep AM radio on. Because new cars, they're not even coming equipped with AM radio. So the old cars are comforted by the sound of talk radio, sports games, public health. Apparently the car show is a competition for who has the baddest, coolest car. And there's a lot of different awards. And there are judges. So I'm going to pretend to be a judge. Hey guys. 
take a quick tour of Valencia and we're going to start with Town Center. Dennis, can you help me out with the 411 on Town Center? Well, that's a tough one because I don't think anybody knows what's going there. But the city has come up with the Town Center specific plan, which is kind of a, I don't know, it's a, well, it's a specific plan that will give guidance to developers as they come into the Santa Clarita Valley or they want to go into the town center area and I think that's still open to the public for review and they just had a big meeting a couple nights ago it's good turnout um, we'll have to see how that plays out as far as what's going on with the mall and all that stuff I'm on the waiting yeah. just like everybody else to hear what's going on I don't know yeah and we are too uh, we hear it's for sale uh, we hear rumors and we don't like to follow rumors too much, but we hear that, that over the next few months, uh, the mall will be sold and, uh, new, new owners will come with a development plan. We are trying to try as a city, we're trying to be ahead of the potential plan by letting the new owners know these are the things the community wants. Mm -hmm. And, uh, if the new developer, new owner, whatever, uh, wants to agree with that, then fine. If they don't, then of course that's up for a lot of discussion. Uh, but some of the things the community has asked for, some people want more residential, some people want a museum, some people want more entertainment. Uh, believe it or not, some people want more shopping. Uh, you know, that's the reason the mall is closing, mm -hmm. <laughs> is because there's not a lot of shoppers that go over there. But uh, we're open to all opinions and we're going to absorb it all and, and when all is said and done we're going to come up with a specific plan uh, a couple of things at town center uh, that I want to I want to toss out black and blue there's good entertainment over there it's a younger crowd uh, it's it's a bar restaurant uh, I've always enjoyed going there and I'm you know obviously not a young rock and roller or whatever it is uh, but but it's it's got good food good presentation the, old, the the guy who runs it uh uh is is just fantastic uh he's, he's a good guy right and uh love that place larson's restaurant yes you know i go by i know you eat there every night because you're rich and famous uh but 
I go by Larson's, and it's always dark because, I, you know, they have those dark windows and everything. But then when I go inside, it's always packed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Great food. Yeah. Great bar. Yep. Everything you want. They have a good happy hour, too. Yeah. Okay, so it's very affordable. With the piano player. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about oh, Cheesecake Factory? You go there? You know, I haven't been there. Uh, I think I went when they first opened. It was yeah. a big line. So I haven't had a chance to go back. But um, cheese, Cheesecake Factory is great, though, because when we're out down by Disneyland, or that we always head for one of those. Yeah. And the one over here at the mall is always packed. Mm hmm. It's always, yeah, packed, it's which always is, packed, which is a very, very good sign. Uh, let's go across a little bit and go to uh, the Edwards Theater, the Regal. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of rumors. Is it going to stay open? Is it going to close? What's going to happen? And the answer is we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, we don't know. I, I, I will say the last time I was at the theater, there weren't very, very many people there. Uh, it's a sign of the times. A lot of people are watching on their big screens at home. Frankly, you know, some movies are just not meant to be seen at home, even if you have a 90-inch television set okay, with surround sound and all those wonderful things. Some movies, Top Gun Maverick is a perfect right. example. That needs to be seen in the theater. So I don't know how the theaters are going to work things out. Um, we'll see. If you want entertainment you know, at a good quality venue, the Performing Arts Center at COC is a great place to go. Yes. And I believe you could rent it out for your special events too. And you can rent it out for special events. Yeah. It's big. It's got 800 plus seats and it's got great sound. It's got a great stage. Uh, it's fantastic. If you want to rent it out for a big event, that's a good place. Just make sure you invite me. Yeah. And Bill. And and Pam. Me and Pam and Bill and in Bill Virginia. In Virginia. And your guitar. That would be fantastic. No, I'm not playing there. <laughs> <laughs> Cal Arts. Cal Arts, when I first moved here uh, to Santa Clarita 40 years ago, Cal Arts was the venue in Santa Clarita. Everything was held there Boys and Girls Club auction, Rotary auction. Uh, the uh, Western Walk of Fame events were held there. Cal Arts was the place because there was really nothing nowhere else. Uh, now, Cal Arts is, is almost a second or third or fourth thought for, for holding events. But I have to tell you, the quality of the people, starting with the Chancellor, Ravi Rajan, who is uh, just a fantastic person. The quality of the people and the staff at CalArts is incredible, and they're always willing to hold events, to take part in events. They've got quality people. Students are out of this world. I mean, some very famous students have gone there. Yeah, I just went there the other night for public officials night. Yeah. It was put on by the EDC, yeah. and they had a student band performing. And it was great. It's fantastic. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. So I, I'm bringing out these, these places because these are places I think a lot of our community uh, may or may not know they exist, but they don't necessarily go there. And there's always some 
good stuff going on. All these places we're mentioning, there, there's some good mm-hmm. stuff going on. And, and so part of giving the 411 to the community is letting everybody know these things exist here in Santa Clarita. And for those of you who, who say there's nothing to do in Santa Clarita, guess again, there's tons to do in Santa Clarita. Uh, if you're not sure, uh, recreational events, parks, sports, can you get this, uh, Tyler, on the screen? Uh, this is Seasons Magazine. We put it out four times a year, the city. We put it out four times a year, and it is packed with things to do and places to go to in Santa Clarita for you and the entire family. So I, I recommend it highly. Uh, while I'm recommending things, uh, I recommend this book called uh, A New Kind of Mayor, uh, written by someone in this room not named Dennis. Uh, and, and so I recommend you get it if you want to know more about inside politics in Santa Clarita. And the last place I want to take us to is Bridgeport. Bridgeport is one of those places that's unique. A lot of cities do not have a Bridgeport because there's a lake there. There's beautiful houses. There are beautiful houses on the lake. There are beautiful restaurants that are right off the lake. And uh, some of some of Santa Clarita's best restaurants are over there. Yes. Cheesecake Factory, Marston's. Um, Marston's is there, not Cheesecake Factory. I mean, uh, CPK, CPK. California You got Pizza Cheesecake Kitchen. Factory in my brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that, yeah. that's a good one. They've got some good restaurants over there, uh, and they have a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of Tesla restart, recharging stations. So if you need to recharge your car, go to Bridgeport. <laughs> but you have to mention my favorite restaurants. You know which they are. Which one? Well, I have a couple of them. I got Salt Creek, which people see me there almost every night. That's right. And they're that is your that is your very favorite. Big supporters of the Boys and Girls Club. Uh, Wolf Creek, not yeah. to be confused with Salt Creek. Right. Also in Valencia, and they also support the Boys and Girls Club, and Olive Terrace. And Olive Terrace. Yep. Trifecta. You can find me at one of those three places. At the bar. At the bar. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, where do you go for wine? Uh, we like, well, if we're talking about Valencia. Yeah. Okay. So all of uh, Terrace has got a great wine selection. So mm-hmm. does Salt Creek. Mm-hmm. And um, Wolf Creek, more for beer. Yeah. Wolf Creek has an incredible selection for beer. But I have to throw a plug for Old Town Newhall because I was part of the 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 Old Town New Hall Association when they did all the streetscape and all that stuff. And that's where you go for wine. That's you where got you the go press for room wine. and Pachella, mm-hmm. some good stuff, and Double Trouble, those places down there. The Junction, it's a good, good area. Fantastic. That, I love that you mentioned Old Town New Hall. Uh, you're uh, one episode too late because we did it with Ed Masterson last episode. But nice try. Okay. You got it. I, I had to try. <laughs> Dennis, I could I could stay with you for a long time, and I probably will after the show is over. But uh, I thank you so much for coming here. I thank you so much for giving us the important four one one on on waste disposal. Uh, I thank you so much for sharing uh, some of your history with me, and uh, some of where the bodies are buried in, <laughs> in Santa Clarita. 
and some of your some of your your likes in in the uh, restaurant and entertainment area in, in Valencia. Thank you for coming. Say hi to Pam. And uh, next week we're going to talk to Jenny Ketchupaw, who is the Woman of the Year, 2023's Woman of the Year in Santa Clarita. Thank you for viewing. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.